What's up, everyone? It's Rickson here today with another episode of Above the Storm where we talk about gaming and esports. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Call of Duty making a franchise league in 2020. In the past seasons, teams will have to compete in an open tournament at the beginning of each Call of Duty to qualify for the Pro League. But this new model is basically teams have to pay $25 million up front and you can gain a spot into the league. And basically, it's going to create more stability because they, they don't have to worry about if they're going to qualify for the next Pro League because teams in the past won Call of Duty champ and had to have that fear that they might not qualify for the next season based off of they had a bad tournament because a new Call of Duty comes out each year and at the beginning of the game they have a tournament that is a qualifier for the pro league and you have to be a top 12 team to get into the pro league and if you have a bad tournament you're out of the league and you have to buy a spot from another team that qualified to potentially get your team back into the league but this model is really going to change that and basically how it's going to work is you pay a 25 million dollar upfront cost and for markets such as Los Angeles where teams want to be because it's a big market for sports you're going to pay more than 25 million dollars but you're guaranteed that franchise spot forever until you plan to sell it and this can be a good investment if the league is doing good your franchise spot will be worth more as does in the nba over time the spots increase in value and that's how teams make a profit if they want to sell and new investors come in as of right now we have 12 teams in markets such as minnesota florida dallas paris seattle and a couple other states and countries basically you're seeing this new model for esports that we haven't seen in the past where you know you're gonna have your home markets as the los angeles angels and the new york yankees do teams are gonna have their home events and basically it's gonna create this whole new ecosystem where players and fans could really connect with each other because you know there's gonna be more locations in the world that these esports events are happening because as of right now there's only a few cities in the u.s and overseas that there's esports events at and you really have to travel to them unless you're at that home section of the world where the tournament is happening and you know this is going to open fans up to more access to players and really growing their their presence in the esports industry and i think it's gonna be good for that it's gonna be good for the fans and be good for the players going forward but besides that there is you know a couple different downsides it's interesting because activision also owns over Overwatch League, which started this franchise model of geolocations in 2018 with the Overwatch League, and it's very brand new to esports because esports is a digital first model and it's borderless. You know, it's easy to consume the content online and you don't have to go to a certain location. You could watch your favorite team from Korea and you could be in the US and, you know, vice versa. You could watch any team around the world anytime, play with anyone around the world that in a way that traditional sports doesn't allow you to. And esports has that native culture that's so unique compared to traditional sports, but Activision is trying to see if that traditional sports model is right for esports so it's interesting to see how this is all going to play out and you know it could be a good thing or a bad thing but going forward it's going to be the first big test of that franchise model with the geolocated league and we're going to see how this call of duty league really performs in this new environment there's other couple downsides that other teams have been concerned about such as 100 thieves their ceo nate shot announced that they don't plan to join the league because it's a high upfront cost of 25 million dollars and basically a lot of these esports teams are brand new companies and don't have 25 million dollars laying around because they're barely starting to gain revenue or figuring out their revenue models how they're gonna bring in revenue and to do this they have to bring in outside investors and venture capital firms to pay this upfront cost and potentially lose ownership of their company and we've seen in the past a couple esports teams lose ownership and the owners don't have majority say anymore and the company's not being operated right because a lot of these people are not from the esports industry and don't know how it works or what's right for these companies so that's a big concern of nade shot is having with the 100 thieves and he also is concerned about this Call of Duty League, you have to create a brand new brand. So 100 Thieves, if they join this league, they can't have their organization named 100 Thieves in the Call of Duty League. It has to be something else. And 100 Thieves has done a great job and is building lots of momentum on building the 100 Thieves brand. And he feels it's not the right time to focus his attention on building a whole new brand when he's still trying to gain momentum on 100 Thieves and really nurture it until its full potential and go into different verticals with the 100 Thieves brand. This would be a good opportunity for them to have their brand in Call of Duty, but growing a new brand is not where they're at at the current moment. I think it's 
taking away from the potential of this Call of Duty League because, you know, you have big names like Optic Gaming, FaZe, Envious, and now 100 Thieves. They're at the root of Call of Duty and its history. But now these names are not going to be competing anymore. Maybe their organizations are, but under a brand new name. But fans are so used to seeing FaZe versus Optic. That rivalry right there would bring in the biggest fans and the biggest viewerships online for these matches. But you're not going to have these matches that people are so drawn into anymore. But you know, they have potential to build it up with these brand new names. But I feel like it's a step back now, taking away that aspect of it. Activision also did this with the Overwatch League. But with the Overwatch League, it was so brand new in 2018 that there was no history of esports teams such as FaZe and Optic competing in it. They were able to do that. But now that Call of Duty has the history of these teams, why take away that history? And that's where a lot of teams are like kind of concerned about. But you know, it is moving forward, creating a new brand might be better in the long term. We're going to have to see if that is true. And pretty much besides those couple drawbacks that I talked about, there's some pauses. Now going forward, a minimum salary for the players is going to be $50,000. That's some good pay. On top of that, there's going to be health benefits, 401k plans, and other things that these players are going to receive. And they're creating the Path to Pro amateur scene. Basically, they have tournaments for amateurs that are going to have this like route to become a professional and really develop that talent. And you know, a lot of these teams are going to be part of the pro level teams, but pro level teams are going to help these amateurs develop. And hopefully going forward, it creates more people in the Call of Duty scene and lets more people interact with esports and really develop. And you're going to see more fans jumping into esports as there's going to be teams in home markets everywhere. And I think it's really going to be good for the ecosystem as a whole. It's just going to take a while for it to develop and pick up. And on top of that, lots of money is being invested with each team putting a $25 million upfront cost. There should be a lot of good things Activision is doing to really put a lot of production into this league and really developing the infrastructure for the league going forward. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all develops as the first season kicks off in 2020. And as the league kicks off, I'll definitely be updating more on this channel. Follow me at Rickson TV on Twitter, on Instagram if you like what we talked about today. That's going to be it. Peace out, guys.